0: What's good? What's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the Lucky Underdogs Podcast. It's your boy, the one, the only, Devin Butler. Now, with me, as always, the legendary, the, the two O, the 2-up, the 2-down. Mm. Yeah, it's your boy, CJ,
1: but I wouldn't say legendary. You know, they had, they had a good career. Bro. No, no, no. That boy's a legend, bro. That boy's <laughs> a legend. Keep
0: they it. had you for – I ain't going to lie, bro. I haven't seen another – Notre Dame football commercial that ran as long as yours, bro. I ain't gonna lie, man, that. I that's haven't true. seen another Notre Dame football player have a commercial like that one, champ.
1: Like, I think the only I don't know. Fool. I mean, Grimes, David Grimes had one before we got to Notre Dame that ran for like a couple of years. It did, David he did. Out. So, I gotta shout out, shout out my guy,
0: shout out to GG, right. man. Shout out to Grimes, that's the, man. That's, the, that's a real
1: right there man It's the real OG. Yeah,
0: that's definitely the real real OG man yeah, but underdog, well, hey, man
1: you know underdogs, man. Uh, 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 great uh, David Grimes another underdog man you know just we just we just we just breed, breed him in Notre Dame the underdogs so man that's what mm-hmm. so, we here for another week shout out them underdogs lucky underdogs now we here man uh but yeah you know we got got some things to go over man got some things to go over you know? nice little game yeah. you know? could have could have wanted a better out you know result from Washington just to get rid, of yeah, sure. And, but you know, Michigan, yeah, sure. Thing, so man, you gotta just
0: kind of. I'm take- sure all my people in Ohio will feel me when I say this, muck fishing, like I'm sure all my people in Ohio. You know, shout out to Ohio, man. Like my boy Cameron and May say, shout out to Ohio. But yeah, man. I, I I was, you know, congratulations to, to yeah. the University of Michigan. Congratulations to Jim Harbaugh and all those guys on that team. They had a hell of a season. I mean, they was definitely probably the best, most consistent football team all season long. So, you know, I think they got it right. But uh, you never want to see Michigan winning before Notre Dame. Yeah. You know, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, the game was definitely – it was a tough game. You know, it it showed – a little bit of uh, the strength and conditioning aspect of the game. You mm. know, you saw Michigan really just overwhelm Washington in the beginning of the game. They jumped out mm-hmm. on them, had a clear difference in size and speed. And once Washington kind of settled back in, you know, it was competitive for a while. But then towards the end, they just warmed down. Yeah, uh, I, I was. I'm out here in California, so I was watching that game with a lot of. Uh, a pack, former pack 12 football players, you know, and they was talking jazzy, like, yeah, man, we finna do that to this. Like, them big boys, they don't they don't want none of that smoke, but, like, yeah, as you clearly see, football is a physical game, <laughs> and if yeah. you're bigger and if you're faster, you're gonna win that game. <laughs> Most times, more times than not.
1: Yeah, I mean, just like you said, man, just football is a, is a game, you know, physicality and speed. Those are two things that you kind of you need to win the game. And at, the, at some point, it's gonna get physical, and you know the team that's most physical usually always wins. Um, you know, Washington—it looked like from the just from the start of the game, Washington just didn't have that physical, you know, just that prowess that Michigan came out with. Um, and you could tell, but you, you could—it was a very obvious like difference between the teams. Like you could tell Michigan had been there. You could tell they—they've been to the playoffs. They've been playing those big games. Um, you know, Washington players—they made plays. They just didn't make enough plays. They didn't make. The, they make the important plays, like they, like the, especially on offense. You know, the offense seemed like they would get past like the fifty, get close to the red zone, and then just like do nothing, like just 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 stall out. So, um, you know, just you could tell Michigan had just been there. You can, I mean, I think it was more of a, you know, like you said, one, you know, the physicality, speed, the team is, you know more physical is faster going to win. But then you know, also just kind of as as the game went on, you just seen as the experience came came to play, like they just knew. What they had to do to win and they just the coach you know the hardball shout out to his staff because they made some great adjustments um especially going into that fourth quarter i mean they just they held on and they they just took they took over the game i mean they they were the, bet, they were the better team last night and it was like man like what what, what can washington really do because they was like they were still making some plays but it was like it wasn't just making enough so it was like man this is how the game go
0: for sure man i think i think it was definitely i mean i think both coaches definitely did a great job i mean washington came out in the second half you know they were stifling that run and up until like the last you know 10 minutes of the game you know they definitely was real competitive it was a seven-point game um and then the, the way that they closed out the first half was real impressive to me too to be able to go down there get that score like that was something that i thought was super super impressive bro. And my hat's off to to the Washington coach and uh, the whole Washington team. You know, they had a hell of a season. They balled out. Um, I just think they couldn't make the plays when they needed it. You know, they 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 couldn't really get over the hump like they needed to in some of those plays. Um, I hate to, to say it, but, you know, they was really riding high on Michael Penix all year long. Um, he was one of the most accurate downfield throwers. All year long, had just was placing the ball wherever he needed it to. Some of like some of the catches that his receivers were making was just outrageous, mm-hmm. and it just didn't have that on Monday night, bro. Like he was, you could see it from the first drive. Like once yeah. they got down to the end zone, he had a dude open in the end zone and clearly overthrew him. And I, when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, 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 nah, this. This ain't gonna be a good game. He's too nervous. Something's going on. Like I know he got hurt a little bit. Like yeah, yeah it was just it was he wasn't his normal he wasn't Texas was
1: Against Texas, he was so so smooth, so with rhythm like. The, the the ball was coming out like just the ball was just coming out just smooth and then his receivers are making like crazy plays. And then against mid like last, like you know last night it just was like just kind of dead. Like they didn't have it just didn't feel yeah. like they had the energy almost like and that might have been the reason, too. They might have just got too, almost like too hyped up and then just kind of drained. Like, too up train.
0: for that last one.
1: You know, so. I mean, yeah, I
0: mean, you, you you also can't take away from the 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 defense that Michigan yeah, has. I mean, they do. got one of the top defenses in the country. Uh, they was, yeah. But they, it, their, DBs are, their DBs are some big boys. Like, they're not little DBs. So, you know, that was probably the first time Washington had to gone against DBs that was their size and bigger. They had safeties out there six four two ten six yeah. three and up. Like you know what I'm saying? They 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 wasn't used to. It's, and those guys was running too. Like mm-hmm. it's not like them just big dudes that's just out there. They just downhill players. Like those are dudes that can cover. Those are dudes that the coaches are leaving in man coverage because they trust them. Because they three four year starters. And they NFL caliber guys. I mean, yeah. Uh, That Michigan team was a hell of a team, bro. And I think definitely great, great. And that that D line was that D line had that Washington offensive line. Yeah, them boys didn't know what to do. I mean, all those holding calls they was killing them, bro. Like anytime they was getting a little bit of momentum, like they Mm -hmm. was just shooting themselves in the foot. It just wasn't. uh, It wasn't a winning effort. Like I don't think that even if they would have won that, I I, I don't think they. Yeah, they they wouldn't have won that game even if they did like when it was still 13 to 20 and yeah. um, I think they fumbled or something like that. It was some kind of turnover, but you know, even if they would have gotten that and they would have changed the game around, I think, I don't think that would have made too much of a difference. I think Michigan still would have went down and, and scored like they did.
1: Yeah. You could just tell, like the, the, the game was always kind of in, in Michigan's like the, it just had the momentum the whole game. Um,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: would say like the, the receiver from Washington, um, Rome, uh, Aduzze, I think that's how you said Dusey.
0: It's cool. yeah, dude. Yeah. He was, he, oh, was boy,
1: he was he was he was open. I mean, I know he like a top five pick, like so. But he was he was he was he was open the whole game. So
0: oh yeah, Shorty was open, man. He just couldn't <laughs> get him. He couldn't hit him. Fool. It was crazy. It's like because yeah. you just had never seen that from Michael Penix all year long. Like, yeah. So I mean, dude, like dude was a, a real accurate passer. So to see that in the final game of his collegiate career, I know that hurt his heart, bro. Like yeah. And I don't know what it was if the you know the moment was too big, I don't know what it was, bro, but yeah, man, that was a that was a tough one to watch, and I know that's gonna be something that uh that sits with him for a little bit, you know, hopefully not too long, he'll be getting paid on Sundays, but yeah. you know, hopefully he doesn't let that deter him and and I doubt he'll let that affect his confidence, you know,
1: for sure, I' think he'll bounce back, you know, be good. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think, you know, definitely shout out Michigan. And, you know, they definitely did a good job defensively uh, making him.
0: Hey, did of, you know that Coach Elston I mean, was the uh, D-line coach at Michigan, bro? I
1: did know that, actually, which is kind of funny, you know. Sure, uh,
0: man. Shout out to Mike
1: Elton, man, for getting the ring. coordinator and, uh, like, you know. He's a he D coordinator? No, like recruiting coordinator. Oh, he's a recruiting coordinator. Yeah, I think he – I think – I'm not sure. I know I think he was at one point. But I know at Notre Dame he was at one point, but – um.
0: Yeah, I mean he's a pretty good recruiter though. He he's he did a get a lot of dudes. He did get a lot of dudes in there. Yeah, that's he's a good cool.
1: recruiter. Um, but yeah, no, um, uh, Michigan, I think they, they just had a great plan um going into that game. You know, they definitely they definitely eliminated the big plays. Um oh, yeah. and that's I think that was the I think that was probably why Penix was like almost looking a little you know shaky at, at some points, just because you know, you know. I mean, I haven't really watched Washington that much this year, but I you know against Texas, it was like big play, twenty big yard play. catch, twenty yard catch, twenty yard catch. Um, and you didn't you didn't see that last night. It was like ten yard catch and they tackle, ten yard catch tackle, and you know maybe a you know a screen pass tackle. So um, Michigan did a great. I think Michigan, overall Michigan did a great job, and then they stuck to what they they did on offense. They stuck to what they are good at, mm-hmm. at running the ball, and. Once I seen the dude take the two touch like two TDs in the first quarter, I was like, "Yeah, this game is over with." (laughs) I was was like,
0: "Yeah, this game is rough." It's uh, it's gonna be they 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 got an uphill battle after that. (laughs) Uphill battle, Battle.
1: man. They running the ball on you. It's over with. So, man, you know, shout out Mr. They uh they did it. You know, they did it the right way. Um, shout out Blake Corum, man, Virginia boy. Uh, actually, I think he he's from, like, Northern Virginia, but, you know, I still give him his But
0: shout out to Cam Good in <laughs> D.C., you know what I'm saying, if that's what we're doing. We got a couple of D.C. dudes out there in Michigan, yeah. man. A few of them young boys out there got them natty rings, man. But shout out to Cameron Good. Mm-hmm. Played ball with his older brother, Kevin Good in Little League, man. I remember when Cam was just just a young boy out there terrorizing dudes. But yeah, now he's still doing the same thing on the D-line in Michigan. So shout out to little bro, man. That's that's major, bro. Even though he went to St. John's and it's always Fluster Johnny's, but still shout out to y'all, man.
1: So, you know, kind of kind of switching gears though, man. You know, we you talking about how Michigan kind of did it. You know, they kind of did it a little bit of the old school way, I guess you could say, you know, kind of- you know, developed.
0: Hard-nosed football kind of way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And is that kind of, uh, I mean, we kind of, I mean, sort of, you know, as far as running game-wise, we definitely kind of have that same identity, you know, good old, great old line, run, you know, run game, and then, you know, play style defense. Uh, I mean, we definitely, the formula is there, you know, Michigan has definitely, a, you know, kind of put the formula out there in, you know, in the, in the atmosphere. So is this, you know, I think, is that something we should follow or is that, you know, like? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call,
0: clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I, I think I- Michigan and Notre two programs that's always going to be somewhat similar when you put them on paper like they're going to definitely have shades that that you know kind of the same definitely both gonna have tough defensive lines both gonna have physical linebackers and both gonna have some dbs that can ball and then they always gonna have an o-line always gonna have some tough running backs Mm -hmm. and always gonna have them a middle of the pack quarterback for better or for worse, yeah, for sure. you know, and, and sometimes have some of those guys that stand out every once in a while, but most of the time it would be, you know, kind of mid tier guys, yeah. Michigan, right. <laughs> <sure>. but, uh <laughs> but um yeah, I think that the Notre Dame's team next year definitely resembles this Michigan team. I mean, I think Riley Leonard is a little bit tougher than JJ McCarthy. I mean, I know that's crazy to say, uh you know to about a quarter somebody being tougher than the quarterback who just won but right. you know i think that uh they're right and definitely got some 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 major moxie to him um and i think angeli is definitely somebody who's got a, a very talented arm and, and he's a hell of a quarterback with some moxie to him too so i think with either of those guys you got somebody that kind of resembles that that mccarthy kind of you know tough I, I'll do whatever the team needs for me to win, whether that's throwing for 280 or throwing for 150 and running for 60. Like I'll get that done because I'm going to make sure that the team wins. So I do see how Notre Dame can uh, definitely resembles this this Michigan team next year. I think that uh, they got a good chance to definitely do some great things. Mm-hmm. They got some guys that got some experience this year. They got some big-name transfers coming in. They got like three or four receivers that's transferring in. So that's a ton of experience. Uh, hopefully those guys come in in the spring so they can get a little more acclimated, get that practice in get adjusted to the playbook and stuff like that. So I think that uh, I, I'm expecting a, a better season from Notre Dame next year. I definitely think that it's, uh, with the 12-team playoff, for sure, we should be in there. Like, yeah, that's the end. That, like, that's a given. You that's know, if we don't make the 12-team playoff,
1: that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That should be almost a given every year. And I think, you know, just yeah. watching like, a team like Michigan, man, like, you know, they've been to the playoffs, what is it, like three straight – is it three straight years? <coughs> but, Something
0: like that. They've been working, bro. They've been cool. working.
1: Um, And, you know, I think, you know, just kind of studying, like, the difference in the teams. And you don't really see much of a difference between our teams. Like, they don't have, like, a quarterback who's just outstanding, you know, making plays that's going to win them the game. Like, they they rely on their run game. They rely on they you know, their, their O-line. And then they play good defense, and uh, you know I think you know what maybe well we're not there yet as far as like the adjustments, and I think that's the you know as far as the coaching staff wise, like because you know, I think the play as far as the player wise talent, you know you're not going to get any fall off from either one of these teams, like like they both gonna have the same you know talent level, you know we're probably getting more talent than Michigan's getting for sure, just nationally, for sure. Um, and. Then you, you kind of look at the next step. It's like, dang, it must be – it's got to be the coaching. Because for them, they, be, they got to three playoffs. I mean, you know, it's been a playoffs like, you know, three straight years. You know, haven't won, obviously. But, you know, finally getting here and then winning. Um, that's, I think that's a big shout-out to, you know, to Harbaugh and his staff because they were able to, you know, adjust and, you know, adjust against teams like Bama, adjust against teams like Washington and then make them look average, you know, um, when them teams are actually really good teams. Like in the week before it. Washington looked like the offense looked like a, a juggernaut that it couldn't be stopped, but they looked just regular. So um, I think that's kind of, you know, that might, be, I think that's our next step, you know, is the, that coaching, you know, that coaching, the coaching staff and making those adjustments to the teams we play in, then when, when those big games, because that, those are really the games that matter. Like
0: we got to be able to,
1: so, we got to, we got to, we got to win some coaching battles. I feel like we lose a lot of the big game coaching battles. And that's like, no,
0: that's, that's facts.
1: And that's a big. That's a big part of it, because you got to have a good game plan playing against these good teams, because all the players are going to
0: stack up against each other pretty well. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got to get the edge somehow, some way. Exactly. Yeah. And, and if you don't have the edge, then your your opponent certainly does. Right. <laughs> you know. I think. And I think having. I think getting. Uh, I think getting coach back in there. I think that's definitely going to be something good for the offense. Uh, getting Coach D back in there, Coach Denbrock is definitely going to be something that revitalizes the offense uh, to an extent. I think he's definitely one of those guys that's a great motivator, and he's someone who listens to his players and he he, he he evaluates talent the right way. Like I think he's somebody, and I'm sure you can attest to this better than I could, but I'm I'm pretty sure from what from what I've seen, like he puts dudes in the position to make the plays. Yeah. Like he, he, he can he can tell what you can do and he am like, yeah, let's let's get him the ball in this situation because I know he's gonna spaz and let's get him the ball in this situation. So I think it's definitely gonna be a, a refreshing offense and getting uh, you know, boatload the new transfers at quarterback receivers, you know, that's definitely gonna change the identity and uh hopefully elevate some of the younger guys. Um, I don't know if any of these dudes got multiple years of eligibility that's transferring in. We're gonna have to check that for next week to see if any of these dudes are, if all of these dudes are just one year guys, or if they got any, anybody. I, I think that's, the you one know.
1: guy from um, I'm not. Don't get me. I think the guy from FIU has a couple of years. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure about that. But I think he was a. Don't don't quote me yeah, about it sophomore, but, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I, I I'm gonna yeah. have that I'm
0: gonna have that updated for us next week for sure before yeah. we close out. Yeah. And um and, but yeah, I, I definitely think that it's gonna definitely add some flavor to the offense. Like, especially with those guys getting there early in the spring, hopefully, um, and competing in the spring and the summer and in the fall camp, like it's gonna do nothing but boost everybody. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to see what the what the Notre Dame identity is. Uh, next year, I know the offense will definitely have a new identity. And the defense, they can keep the same identity they had this year, you know what I'm saying? Get a little more stout up front, like a little more consistently stout, get some more pass pressure, some more sacks. The back end is going to be what it is, you know what I'm saying? You got two All-Americans still back there. So that's nothing to worry about. Um, I think the linebackers are definitely going to have a little bit of a learning curve. But um, other than that, though, bro, yeah, I think we're going to have a real, real, real strong team next year.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, you know, I think the most imp- – you know, obviously, you know, we got to win – you know, win and, try to win every game. But, like, getting to that playoff is going to be important. Like, just getting to it. And then well, from there, you can kind of figure it out from there. Because I'm not even sure if we can – I don't know how it's going – I don't know how, like, the rules are going to play out. Like, if we can even get a home game, like, do we, like yeah, – I don't know. Because I I, I don't know yeah. if they said, like, the, the four – Teams who win a conference get a mm-hmm. home game. I don't know how it's gonna work, so uh, that yeah. would make sense. But, yeah, no, no, it'll be different. Yeah. But you know, hopefully, you know, we just we gotta get into that playoff so we can be competing against those teams and have mm-hmm. a chance, you know, to to say we actually can play for a national championship. So that's for the, sure. Because
0: watching watching Notre Dame at the Sun Bowl was not. That's no. not it. Notre no. Dame ain't supposed to be playing in no Sun Bowl. Like. <laughs>
1: We try to play on, yeah. we try to at least play on New Year's, you know, at least, at least try to play you on New know, Year's Eve.
0: Like the 30th or later, you know,
1: like, yeah, you just 30th, 31st, 31st. Like, hey, yeah, you ain't, nobody watching on 29th. Ain't nobody watching on 29th. I mean, I did, I did. I watched it. I mean, I had to, I had to download, you know, like I ain't, you know, like I had to download Peacock to watch the game. Like,
0: saying so, you ain't got peacock nah, peacock I'm, decent brother they, got, they got, nah, got some good I, shows on them man. I, I don't i you know i ain't trying
1: to have every subscription now i got netflix keep raising the prices yeah. disney, disney keep raising the prices like i don't I'm like bro
0: I, it is rough you know, out here man
1: i go on vacation it's rough. Like, hey, this is uh he's still on the same account like we've got to raise about to raise the price <laughs> i go on vacation like,
0: say <laughs> just cuz just cuz yeah. man they just be hiking through that bro yeah um One last thing to talk about. They uh, had this article. Let me see. Let me pull that drawing out. ESPN, they released their way too early 2024 top 25. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had Notre Dame closing out the top 10 at number 10. Uh, They definitely, you know, they, they cited, you know, we got. A lot of returning starters, like I said, there's definitely going to be great for us with Howard Cross and, and Riley Mills, Jack Kaiser, Xavier Watts, uh, Ben Morrison. You got guys that's coming back on that defensive side that's going to definitely, definitely hold it down. And then you got Coach Denbrock coming over, somebody who just had, you know, one of the FBS leading Scoring offenses and yards per game last year at LSU and a Heisman Trophy candidate, so you know he's going to come through with some with some spazzing ideas. And I think, I think Notre Dame is definitely in position to um, to, to to make a, a push late into the the college football postseason. Yeah, and I mean, next year, I'll say it like awesome.
1: that. I mean, I definitely with the the big blowout win against Oregon State. Um, Obviously that you know that puts us in the I mean we should be in a t obviously the way too early top ten, whatever you want to call it, but top twenty-five. Um, nobody I mean, the rankings don't mean nothing as we know. But uh well, we, we definitely got a good future to look look forward to. Um, you know, I think you know the coaching staff kind of comes starting to come together. Uh, you know, the players are gonna be I mean the, the players are gonna be who they the players are gonna be the players, you know, they're gonna turn into the Guys, they want to turn into, so it's it's all kind of the work they want to put in. Uh, so beyond that, it's just like you know, kind of getting them to that, getting them to that place, putting them in the right spot, so we can be successful. Um, and you know, I, I think that's what I think that's our next step. You know, we got the we got the players now. Like you know, before it was uh, we ain't got the speed or we ain't got these guys or this this or that. Like now, I feel like we got the talent um, to compete against anybody, um, especially with this transfer portal stuff. Um, the talent has been, you know, so much more spread out now. Um, so I think, you know, we definitely got the talent. We got the guys. Uh, we just got to put it all together
0: and then, you know, see how it goes, man. Yeah, most definitely. I'm excited. I think uh, I'm going to definitely be tuned in for spring ball. I'm going to be following some of those updates, seeing how everything is going for sure, making sure boys is, is on it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Making sure them boys stay on it, bro, because they got a they got an opportunity to do something special this year. I think, yeah, definitely think they got the opportunity to do some real special things. And yeah, we'll just have to tune in and wait and see. But one but somebody, thing they, they had number one. Oh, number one, Georgia. They had Georgia as number one. And then Georgia is they had yeah yeah Georgia number one. They had Texas as number two. Then they had Oregon three, had Bama four, Ohio oh. State five, Michigan six.
1: Okay, Michigan six.
0: Mm-hmm. Ole Miss at seven, Missouri at eight, and Arizona at nine. One thing I will say though is, it's I, <laughs> I watched that Arizona, I watched that Arizona bowl game where they played Oklahoma and they got themselves a nice preview of what it's going to look like being in that big 12. That was probably one of the best bowl games outside of the playoffs this year. Uh, they got that two, they had the true freshman quarterback that was really doing his thing all year long. Uh, I think his top receiver is coming back. So yeah, I think uh, yeah, Arizona definitely going to be a, a issue. They're going, they might, they might sneaky. Sneaky sneaky. They might be in the Big Twelve Championship next year. Sneaky. Mm-hmm. Sneaky sneaky. I like I'll that. Say. Shout a, out Nice
1: little prediction though right
0: there. Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. Shout out to my Wildcat homies, man. Shout out Shout Matt. Out to Shout out to Mark Watts, man. Shout out to Watley, man. Shout out to Coop. Shout out to Tate, man. Shout out to them boys, man. Yeah, they
1: uh we'll see about Arizona. They always prove themselves to be who they are.
0: Eight. No, for sure. Eight. They don't. They don't want no smoke. No, they, they they don't want to come to South. But they don't want to play the the Irish. they're, that's, they're, they're eight and four. Sure,
1: I'm like a lot. They're eight and four team. Like,
0: I mean, they was like, I think they had ten wins this year, bro. I think this year, yeah, that's a great year for them. Great year. It's a great historic year. even historic, historic one might say. <laughs>
1: Real life though, yeah, <laughs> eight, no, they're sure. they're they're definitely an eight win team. Like. On the on the regular like it, it, next year they might be different. Yeah. It might be different.
0: Well, no, for sure they might just do, do something, man. They might do something. But hey, that's all we got for y'all this week, bro. <laughs> it's it's always a pleasure and an honor. Thank y'all for tuning in. Stopping by taking some time out your week to holler at your boys, man. It's always a pleasure. It's the Lucky Underdogs podcast brought to you by I Believe Network, the Goodman Productions, and them good people over at Ballet Sports Ohio. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. It's a wrap. Rap. <laughs>